Hey, Kyle. Hey, Adam. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. Is your coffee green? Because it, it might is. be moldy and you should probably throw it out. <laughs> yes. It is not green. It is brown like coffee should be. Yeah, as is mine. Neither of us are wearing green, so we're off to a good start. <laughs> I'm going to get punched so many times. I do highlight some of my favorite albums in green. Oh. So there's that. And spoiler alert, an album this week got highlighted in green. Oh, huh. Wow. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, should we just get into it then? <laughs> we should, but before we get into it, I do, I have like a little bit of news and whatever. Okay. Um, whatever first. There's one. Okay. Well, this isn't whatever. There is one piece of news, but we'll go over it after. Okay. There is a second piece of, I'm going to say potential news and I'm taking Kyle off guard here a little bit because we're going to potentially do something at nine o'clock, which is in 52 minutes at nine o'clock my time. Okay. Which is in 52 minutes. There's a brand new video premiering on YouTube from Muse. And there is rumors that there is an album announcement attached to this video and it is their new single. Oh, I am so curious. That's so no matter where we're at in the podcast at nine o'clock, we we are going to switch to, well, we should probably do it at like eight 58 just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. Switch to YouTube. Kyle and I are going to listen and watch the new muse video and then Kyle's going to get a phone call and then and then we're going to in fact (laughs) and then we're going to react to it live Um, how do you feel about this I am so apprehensive is the wrong word excited like I'm more than excited but like less than ecstatic. <laughs> That's about where I'm at too. Um, I don't know what word that is, but yeah. So stick around till the end of the podcast uh, and we will react to that. I mean, when I edit it, maybe I'll put it at the beginning, but stick around to the end. Um, news before we get into um, a whole slew of album announcements, by the way. Uh the band formerly known as Eskimo Callboy has changed their name. Oh. Which is, let's be honest, a good a good decision. Yeah, but they've been Eskimo Callboy for a while. Forever. Yeah. Um, any guesses as to what their new name is? And I'll give you a hint. Are you looking it up? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, any guesses? And he starts typing right away. Um, um, it is still Callboy, just a different E word. Elephant Callboy. I mean, that would be kind of cool, actually. But no, it's not. Envelope Callboy. <laughs> nope, you have one more guess. Entropy Callboy. <laughs> wow. No, uh, their new name is Electric Callboy. Oh, that makes so much more sense than anything I said. (laughs) 
I don't know. I kind of liked Elephant Callboy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, yeah. I I bet you that's a appropriation type move in the whole move of like reconciliation and stuff. So I think that's pretty clever on their part. It is. And I also think um, this year they tried out for Eurovision. Okay. Because they're from Germany, I think. Yes. So they like qualify. So they tried out for Eurovision, wrote a song for it. And a lot of people were saying like in their in their circle and in the community that kind of heard that song, they're like, this has a chance to go really far in this competition. Cool. And they didn't get in. They didn't make the cut. And I have a feeling that is part of the reason. They probably got some feedback and said, it's not really PC to be Eskimo. Because pretty quickly after they announced that they didn't make the audition, they were like, we're changing our name and we're, taking some time to figure out what we want to call ourselves. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> Electric Callboy, still EC, still Callboy-ish. I think that's a good move. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, it's got the same kind of feeling on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Um, I mean, as, as long, long as they still talks. making like, <laughs> as long as they still make, like keep making funny videos and, cool songs then i'm okay with it yep absolutely um are you ready for eight album announcements that's yeah, right i was practicing my typing eight of them i could type like 13 words a minute now so um i'm gonna try and go in um what's the what's the word for like order of date chronologically like, uh, thank you play it by year yes <laughs> it by year it just makes so much sense um okay first up uh of album announcements this one's coming out april 8th and that is the new album ego trip by papa roach Ooh, yeah intriguing april 8th you said yep um next one is coming out on april 14th and this is the new album, Lose Your Delusion, which clearly is a play off of Use Your Illusion. Um, Lose Your Delusion by a band, by a Wilhelm Scream. Have you heard of this band before? I don't know. I don't think so. They uh, opened for Protest the Hero once in Calgary. Oh, that's maybe, how that, I maybe that's why it rang a bell, but I, I couldn't think of why but that that's probably why they're a really cool like kind of like punk band nice um first album in like i don't know eight years so i'm actually kind of pumped for this one um and the single that's good i've got papa roach in my head now open so myself shut that's papa roach yeah i didn't know that i always just sing um the cut my uh, life into pieces thank you (laughs) um next one on the list is coming out april 29th and that is the new album zeit by rammstein that's my uh dad's new favorite band hey (laughs) at least that's the running joke in my family he loves Uh blasting duhast while he's riding in his convertible down the highway (laughs) that's amazing I know it's your so, dad has a convertible. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's had it for a few years. He's got a, a 370Z. Oh, that's fun. It is fun. I got to drive it once. Cool. Yeah. That's um stick shift, and it's fucking cool. It's fun. Beauty. Yeah. I do like those cars. Yes. Uh, Ramstein, Zeit, their new single is called Something German. That's not actually the name of the single. <laughs> oh, the new single is called Zeit. It's the title track. Um, I would say one of the, maybe one of the, the strangest, but also maybe the most well done music video I've potentially ever seen. Is that right? Like it, it, it's like a movie like it. And it, there's a definite like story behind it. And it's kind of cool. Cause obviously they sing in German and you can't understand what they're saying, but the, but the movie video it's like seven minutes long has like a definite story to it and you're like oh yeah i can kind of figure out what's going on right now very very well done <clears throat> definitely produced like professionally so that's awesome that's you ever get a chance yeah. uh what i will check out the video because i, I like the song you listened to the song yeah it was on our singles list was it not oh yeah it was yeah oh boy oh well, well i guess we'll be talking about it later Oh boy. Um, <laughs> what comes after April? May? Sometimes. Okay. Uh, May 6th is the next album. It is the album Love Language by a new band I've never heard of, but their singles are awesome. And they're called Wind Waker. And that is all one word. Okay. Okay. The next one is May 13th. And that is, this one's, here's a left turn for you. That is the new album Dance Fever by Florence and the Machine. I've always had a soft spot. She's very good. Yeah. Um, next album, May 20th. And it is the album Malicious Intent by the band Malevolence. Another new band I've never heard of, but their single was very good i only know malevolence by i think it's is it a musical or a, like a musical theater or is it a show i don't know it's in like the arts culture people know of malevolence hmm. yeah well this is a metal band okay excellent <laughs> uh may june would be the next one i think You forgot to go about Mocktober. It's Mocktober. It was a bad joke. Just move on. Okay. <laughs> on it. Uh, June 10th, the new album. Very interesting album title. The new album, Scoring the End of the World by Motionless in White. I really love that album title, especially with like such a theatrical band. Yeah. There is a album title in the honorable mentions that we'll, we'll I will tell you about after we rate our albums and it is uh, so far album title of the year for me nice just uh, and then the last one last but not least all the way in September 9th is the new album the generation of danger by Max Portnoy's original band Tala that's with two L's, right? Tala? 
Yeah, two L's, A H. Right. And the silent seven. Uh huh. Cool. Um, that's a long ways away to announce an album, but I'm sure he's busy with Code Orange. Actually, I know he is because he's on tour with Code Orange and Corn right now. So there you go. So there is eight new album announcements that I came across in the last week. Groovy. Boy, howdy. Um, next on the docket is album ratings. That's our fanfare. T minus 38 minutes until. Yeah, I've got it queued up on, uh, on YouTube. New Muse. Um, so we have four albums to go over today. I believe it's your turn to do the. I believe you are correct. So order. Yeah. From worst to best we've been doing. Yeah. From worst to best. Well, well, um, sorry, any surprises for you this week? Uh, no, actually it went exactly as I thought it was going to, except, mm. except for one album. I didn't know what to expect from them, but I, I did enjoy it. Hmm. I have I have an album that just very unexpected. So. I I really hope that it is what I think it is because it'd be hilarious, but I don't think it is. <laughs> Only time will tell, my friend. <laughs> he is an icon. <laughs> uh so my least favorite album of the week was the album Void by Haunted Shores. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Wow. But, like, it was an instrumental album, so the vocals only got a two and a half. Yeah, see, we, we rank them differently. I don't rank them in, by the rating I give. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, in in this case, in this week, they are ranked that way. Yeah. But typically, even if one has, like, a higher score... It's like a, it's a repeatability thing. You typically that it, what it comes down to for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, either way we can go through it. So vocals, we agreed on instrumentals to just give them uh two and a half, right? The kind of middle of the road. This is correct. Cool. Uh, so guitars and drums both got tied at uh, a 4.0 for me. Interesting. Um, I gave guitars a 4.8. Good for you. And then drums, a drums of four point five, which for not having a drummer and being all programmed drums is a very high score. Fair enough. Yeah, I actually didn't even realize they were programmed drums. Yeah, uh, that's kind of insane when you think about it. That is insane because <laughs> they sounded freaking phenomenal, in my opinion. Yeah, especially when we think back to like the eighties and like there's the eight oh eight drums and you're like those yeah. don't sound like drums they sound like an 808 <laughs> mm-hmm. uh writing i gave a three and a half i gave 4.3 oh you loved this album you loved it well like for an instrumental album i thought it was extremely well done so, oh that's so funny okay well yeah for an instrumental album i thought it dragged on and i thought that it would have been way better with a vocalist I thought it was scored way higher. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Alrighty then. <laughs> I thought the complete opposite because I thought the the instruments, like, 
I think when an, with an instrumental, you want the instruments to tell a story in a sense. Totally. Yeah. And I thought in most songs, there's a very clear, like arc verse chorus, kind of like back and forth kind of thing. Maybe that's why see, that's interesting. Cause like if I was listening to an instrumental album, I actually don't want to hear the structure of like a verse chorus and bridge. I'd rather hear like a progression, which is one of the reasons I Hmm. love like protest. The hero albums are really good at that. Like everything, every verse is so different and every chorus is so different. Like they do kind of progress over the song. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, maybe that's why I felt like I was missing vocals on this is because the verses and chorus structures felt like they were missing something. Huh? Very interesting. Hmm. Uh, production. I did give a 4.2 production. I gave a five. Good for you. Nice. I thought it was just like when you had it through headphones. Yeah. And especially the drum sound. It was just like, it's Adam get good. I mean, he's a master. Yeah, and actually, that's actually a fair point for this week is um, I did not have my headphones with me when I was going through these. So I had my AirPods and AirPods Mm. definitely color the sound pretty significantly. So I tried to be lenient on the production score because of that, but I may not have been lenient enough. Fair enough. I thought the album even sounded great through my little Bluetooth speaker at work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Repeatability, I gave a 2.0. Yeah, I gave it three and a half. Okay. So, yeah, you scored it far higher than I did. Yes, my total was 24.6. Yeah, I got a, gave it a 20.2. Oh, that's a... Okay, okay. Disparity. A little bit of a discrepancy there. <laughs> Absolutely. But that is why we do this. Indeed it is. Interesting. Okay, my... Will you tell me where that scored in your list or not yet? Not yet. I feel like when I do do that, it gives things away. So it, it definitely does because I have the list in front of me, so that I know what yeah. your thoughts are. <laughs> I will not tell you where that scored on my list. Okay. Okay. Higher than four. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly, yeah. Uh, my second favorite album, or sorry, least second least favorite. <laughs> my third favorite album. <laughs> there you go of the week was the album so happy it hurts by brian adams Mm -hmm. yeah this this is the one that i think is adam's number one this is the one that stood out above the rest clearly yeah he's a canadian icon so he's a canadian icon whose album scored should i just get it over with now yeah see we're gonna score this one totally differently for sure 16.5 oof okay Okay. This album should have been called So Bad It Hurts. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, okay. So, let's uh let's actually talk about how we approach this album because like I am generally approach albums based on their genre and how they fit in their genre. Right. And so like if I was to compare this against a metal album, it would definitely score in the 16s 15s because it's just not a technical album right for like that kind of classic rock vibe like that or easy rock i guess where brian adams kind of fits pop rock even mm-hmm. um like he's just a powerhouse songwriter like every song had a great hook every song had a great drive like it's so did it though 
It did. Yeah, they were catchy. I was like dancing at work. I was like, I was so happy it hurt. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, it didn't catch me like that at all. Okay, okay. I found Fair it enough. very boring. Yeah, like, and you can definitely tell like he's getting older, like his voice is tired. I, I wrote these notes I, and I found the guitars boring. But the rest of the album, like the, the drums yeah. and the writing, I thought were very good and the production was very good. Yeah. Interesting. Well, let's go through it. Okay. I gave voice a 3.7. Gave it a three. Okay. Okay. I gave guitar a, a 3.4. Okay. I gave 3.2. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of agreed there. Uh, drums, I gave a four. Interesting. I gave yeah. 2.3. Interesting. Okay, so so here's actually where, and so, uh, sorry, let me just backtrack a bit. So with drums, it's really hard to compare like pop rock drums and country drums to metal drums because they're so oh, totally. technically yep. different and they hold your attention so differently. And so what I look for in like, or what I was looking for here was uh, consistency, um, you know, like putting the hits in the right spot and the technicality of the fills. Mm -hmm. right and the fills don't come too often because the drums aren't in the spotlight which is different than metal and so i found that like the drums were on point every single hit was so intentional and added so much to the song so that's why i gave it a four hmm. yeah fair enough yeah uh writing i gave a four as well because i found it so catchy <laughs> hmm. yeah i gave it a three yeah okay okay uh production i gave a four and a half Production, I gave four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, what was interesting is this, um, this album sounded actually really good through my AirPods. Like I didn't give any leniency on it at all. Huh. So from a production technique standpoint and a universal listening experience, mm -hmm. um, it definitely, to me, deserves that, that high of fours or the, yeah. Four yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, repeatability. I did only give it a two because while I did find it really catchy, it's just not my music <laughs> right yeah yeah i gave it a one yeah fair enough <laughs> so overall i gave it a 21.6 oh yeah so 16.5 so we're like off by five points on this one yeah we are so apart from each other this week this is hilarious it is hilarious um but it does look like we have the same top two which is interesting mm-hmm mm -hmm. And they scored very close for me. Hint, hint, <laughs> hint, hint. So my uh, there is a there is a uh, from one and two there is a two point two point two <laughs> two point two point discrepancy. If that makes sense. Yep. It two point two points. Yeah. Two decimal two points. <laughs> Uh, mine's got a point seven point. Oh wow, that is close. That is close. Yeah. Okay. So my second favorite album of the week was the uh -huh. album Eulogies by Wolves at the Gate. Me too. Oh, that actually does surprise me. So I'm really excited to talk about this last album then. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so your Brian Adams was clearly the bottom. Your Haunted Shores was clearly number. Three. 
Yes. And Wolves of the Gate came in at number two for you. Yeah, because here is where here is where um here is an example of like in the actual like scores, Haunted Shores scored higher. Okay. Because the production score was so high, the guitar score was so high. Yeah. Because I loved how it sounded. But the Wolves at the Gate album scored like point six points lower right but a a higher repeatability score yeah and that actually is the same for me i let me just look oh no it scored it scored one point higher for me and then the repeatability score added another point to it okay cool yeah uh so vocals i gave a 3.8 same nice uh guitar (laughs) i gave a 3.8 uh, I give 4.1 for that. Okay. I gave drums a 4.1. Also me as well. <laughs> In lieu of. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> writing, I gave a 3.8. Same. Oh, this is weird. This is very weird. Production, I gave a 3.6. And that's really different a little bit. I gave 4.2. Okay. Okay. Um, this one... Again, I was lenient on it because I was in my headphones, but the way it sounded in my AirPods was that everything was really compressed except the vocals and like the kick drum, good Lord, and the cymbals <laughs> it just sounded mushy. Like they just sounded like someone was punching a pillow. Like it didn't sound good to me. Hmm. So it did score lower, but that could have been my AirPods. Yeah, it sounded a little better through headphones. I get the compression thing. Okay. There's a lot of... uh there's a lot of metalcore bands out there these days where like, especially the drums kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I how feel- to describe the sound of the kick drum, but it's like, yeah. Like to me, mm-hmm. the kick drum in this sounded like, it, like the compression is so heavy that it takes all the attack out of it. So it's literally sounds like you're smacking a pillow against a wall. Like it's not to me, it doesn't have the punch um, yeah. that, that I, that I like out of a kick drum. And then the symbols, all the tack is gone too. So it just sounds like, like a sizzle. Like it just doesn't sound like a symbol. It sounds like a sizzle. Right. So, um, yeah. Which is the opposite of how the next album sounded. Yes. We'll just uh, say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so repeatability for Wolves of the Gate, I gave a three. Um, yeah, I gave 3.8 cause I found myself liking it. You did like it, yeah. No, that's good. Going back to at least a couple songs. So I gave it a 22.1 overall. Yeah, mine got 23.8. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so that was Eulogies. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's kind of what you expect also from a middlecore album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was good. Like it, it definitely made it into my library, but um, mm-hmm. I just had a, a few complaints about it. And like... I don't mind compression as a tool, but like on this album, I found that like the attack was really, uh, uh, sorry, the release was really long and the attack was really fast. So it kind of like every time that there was a punch, we kind of lost all the dynamics and it kind of like came in and out almost like EDM. Like it just, it Mm -hmm. didn't sound good to me, but Mm. yeah. Uh, last album. Our number one. Yeah. Of the week. This is the album Impera 
by artist Ghost. 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 Okay, so I think it was. I have some things to say before we get into this. Okay, <laughs> I think it was. It was in one of our mo- more recent episodes. Last week we talked about Ghost. Was it last week? I think so. Yeah. And I kind of was just like, I said something along the lines of like, I don't get why. Yeah. They're so huge and like yeah. really popular. And I think I figured it figured out why I didn't gravitate towards them in the beginning. Okay. Like I did now. Cause I loved this album. Um, way more than I thought I would. Okay. So what I would say, I would say it's a, I would say it's a top five, potentially creeping into top three album of the year right now for me. Whoa. That's really high. It is really high. Okay. So here's why when I first heard of ghost or when I was first like introduced to ghost, uh, I don't know who it was, but someone was like, you got to check out this new metal band ghost. And I was going into it expecting like this metal band and they have the look of one for sure. Right. Right. Kind of like kiss in a sense. Sure. Yeah. Where it's like, they have this certain look and this like feel just by like what the band looks like. And then they sound way different than what you expect them to sound like. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And I think at first and granted I was, it was a, it was a while ago, but I was like expecting this like kind of big kind of like a crazy like black metal band and then i heard what ghost sounded like and i was kind of thrown off and i and i don't think and i well i didn't like it at first and i just didn't like fully understand it so i've never really given them the time of day okay okay um this is the first ghost album i've ever listened to beginning to end wow other than that it's just been singles which yeah their singles are definitely not what is great about them Mm -hmm. but now that i like know kind of like my now that my expectations have changed and it's like oh this is just like a basically in my in my opinion like basically a hard rock band Mm -hmm. that has the kind of uh image of like a metal band or like a black metal band yep Yep. I'd even um, go as far as to say they're a progressive hard rock band. Yeah. Yeah. They've got some the good journeys on this album. Yeah. Then my expectations changed and I was able to go into this album with kind of way more of an open mind. Um, I'd also venture to say I can't think of a single other band that sounds anything like these guys. In my opinion. Like they kind of sound like a heavier like better modern day blue oyster cult to me. That's actually probably a pretty close representation. (laughs) It also made me think that I would love to hear them cover. Don't fear the reaper. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I'm trying to think they're. Yeah. They don't really sound like anybody. Yeah. I just and noticed. They, I just noticed your sweater. Sorry to sidetrack us, but it says Fox and the Machine. Is did you wear that because Florence and the Machine announced an album? <laughs> I'm just like secretly a super fan. 
Uh, is Fox and the Machine related to Florence and the Machine? No, this is the uh, tattoo shop that my sister used to work at in Calgary. Oh, okay. And I just, she's, I just like the hoodie. It's it my morning great. hoodie. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and they also don't, back to ghosts, they also don't sound like they're from Sweden, which they are. They are Swedish. Um, yeah, I don't, I just don't think anyone sounds like them. And this album was very, um, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was just very well done and it got you going right off the, off the top. That first song or like technically the second song Mm -hmm. after like the intro, what's it called? Kilbasa? No. Hey, you made me hungry. Kaiserion. Uh huh. Um, just so good, and I didn't expect it at all. Absolutely, yeah. No, I I agree. So I will say that this album didn't grab me uh, the same way that it grabbed you, but it did uh, obviously score the highest in my list this week. Yeah, I um, think it's just because my expectations were so low. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so you swung swung the pendulum, but uh, yeah, yeah, no. It, um, it, overall, really great album. I, I definitely recommend to listen to it. It did make it into my library as well, um, but it's just not one that I'd probably like. It's not one I'd go back to and listen beginning to end. Typically, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because now I'm like, I don't. I'm not on the ghost train, but like I did, like listen to their previous two albums, right. Cause that one of that one album of theirs was when it came out, um, Malor, Mal- Maloria Malord was on like every single album of the year list that year in 2016. And like a lot of people's like album of the year. And I remember listening to it and I was like, I just don't understand this. Yeah, which to be fair, like that album, there are some killer songs on that. Like the He Is is a great song, and Absolution is a great song. If if you haven't listened to that album, it is a great album as well. I have. I yeah. when I was working the other day, I put on, I put on like that album prequel and this new Impair album, like the three of them just on shuffle. Nice, which I don't usually do, but it's kind of fun that way. So let's. Uh, let's get into this yeah absolutely um Uh, vocals i gave a 3.8 yeah so i gave 3.9 and this was my lowest score that's fair um i still need some warming up to his vocals there's still some moments where i'm like this kind of sounds weird (laughs) yeah he definitely has a unique voice but um uh the reason that he got the score in my books was the um it just isn't super technical. Like it, it kind of just mm-hmm. goes right. Like he's a vocalist, but he's not an amazing vocalist by any means. Except he does that Kaiserion song that kind of, he does kind of like do like a Bruce Dickinson kind of scream at the beginning of that or whale. Oh, I'm, which, I might've missed that. That's pretty cool though. Great. That's I loved how that opened. Yeah. Listen to it. I will. listen to it. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, guitar, I gave a 3.6. Oh, wow. I gave 4.4. 4. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, um, 
again, not on the technical side. It was great, but like definitely above average, but it just wasn't very on the technical side for me. It had some great hooks, and so it uh, mm-hmm. scored high. It scored up there. Uh, drums, I gave a 3.8. I gave 4.5. And a lot of this had to do with how they sounded, which also is reflected in my production score. Yeah, absolutely. They, they sounded like they were mic'd live. They did sound really great. Like it kind of sounded like, especially the toms, like it sounded like there was parts of some that sounded like a live album to me, but like in a good way. I might, I might have to stick a pair of headphones at work because I'm feeling left out of the production this week. <laughs> yeah, AirPods, love them, convenient, don't sound great. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, drums 3.8 writing. I gave a 4.2, which was my highest score in writing this week. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I gave 4.4. Nice. Nice production. I gave a 4.4. Yeah, I gave 4.8. Nice. Uh, and repeatability. I gave a three because of the aforementioned reasons. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I gave a four. I listened to this album the most this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I actually listened to Wolves of the Gate most this week. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, overall, I gave it 22.8. Uh, yeah, mine got an even 26. Ooh, good score. Good score. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, totally caught me off guard. So that's um, great. Love it. It is great. I do love it. Um, Is there anything else to say on that or should we move on? We've got about 15 minutes until the muse thing. Um, I can go over some, I can do the uh, mentions. The Adam and Kyle podcast is sponsored by Canadiana Music. Canadiana Music is a new company in Southern Alberta that is built to drive the community supporting local artists and songwriters keep a tab on Canadiana Music to hear about information for local artists, upcoming events, and sponsorship options. Canadiana Music is also a fully equipped production company with a professional recording studio located in the beautiful Turner Valley. Reach out from their website at www.canadianamusic.com for any production or recording needs. Mention the Adam and Kyle podcast to receive 10% off of the label for your next event or recording. Follow Canadiana Music at Canadiana Music on social media. Check the show notes below for links. Um, I'll start with this one because it's, um, I, I did listen to it. I don't think it's that great, but it's a, it is a band from, uh, Vancouver. Okay. Uh, and they're called angel maker and their album was called sanctum. And this is like full on, like I would call it like progressive or technical black metal. Ooh, okay. Um, and the, the album started very strange. Like it was like a, a minute and a half song that was like very heavy and like kind of discordant. And then there was like some pig squeals in there. And I was like, I am not going to like this. Um, but I made it through the first minute and a half. And then the second song was like way different. Okay, cool. And, and then I ended up listening to like a, f- a few more songs of that. I haven't made it through because it's a lot. Right. Um, 
but again, for a, uh, for like a black metal style album, um, produced very well. It sounds great. Awesome. Just not a huge fan of like the vocals. Yeah. But I thought I'd check them out cause it's just a Vancouver metal band. So there you go. Uh, second on- honorable mention is from a band called drug church church preach and their album is called hygiene this is kind of like more along the lines of like a hard rock band i would say okay no screaming in there just like um i don't like the artist name or the album name if i'm totally honest yeah i mean i'll 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 listen to it but (laughs) hygiene's weird drug church it's hard to say. <laughs> um, if you looked at the, al- yeah. <laughs> if you looked at the album cover, it does not look like you'd expect it to look like. I would oh, say. No, I want to see it. Um, it was actually pretty good. I chucked her on at work as again as well, and I just like it was good work music. Ooh. I've got the, um, the the video or uh, animated album covers on. And there's that is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Oh, uh, I don't remember how I did that. Preference. Like on your phone or on the computer? On the computer. Like on Apple Music. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't remember how I did it. How do you like see it? Like I'm just like I just went to the album in Apple Music and the album cover is animated. Share your screen with me. <laughs> okay. I need to I need to it, see this. It made me really uncomfortable. So this is a good way to waste time until Muse. Oh. Yeah, do you see it? It's ugh. Yeah, it blinks it blinks at you. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm okay, going to listen to this. I'm going to take your word on it that it's good, but I'm going to... Well, I didn't say it was good. I said it was... Like, it's decent. It's just like... Yeah, okay, okay. I don't know. I don't think you'll like the vocalist, to be honest. Fair enough. Uh, next album. Uh, the last two honorable mentions are both EPs. Oops. Uh First one is a band called Violence. <laughs> and, the, and the EP is called Let the World Burn. Um, this is like a kind of like a hardcore punk band that like released an album in, let me figure this out. Cause it was, it was a very long time in between albums. Yeah. First album came out in 1988. Wow. And then they, and it was a full length album. And then they just released a second EP this year. Um, so I was very curious as to what it sounded like, and it was actually pretty good. Like, it's like, um, it's kind of like hardcore, but punk, but also like thrash metal-y. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. And it's just like a little short and sweet EP, which I also liked. Um, don't know if I could handle a full length album of theirs, but it was actually, it's like really good, like high energy stuff i kind of liked it uh and the last album 
this is the aforementioned uh, album title of the year so far, just because I think it's really cool. This is the band Distinguisher. And the album title is Under the Weight of Things I Could Not Change. That is an amazing title. It's a very cool title. Um, of things that could not change. Yeah. This is a uh, this is very heavy stuff. <laughs> um, the longest album title of the year, also. Yeah, I bet. Um, it's 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 pretty good. This album, uh, six songs, sixteen minutes. Oof. So like really short, kind of just straight to the point, in your face. Yeah, it's um, pretty, pretty heavy. Yeah, it's very heavy. It's interesting. It's it's like not great. It's not awful. Okay. But I mean, like the 16 minutes goes by pretty quickly. Um, but obviously I just had to check this album out because of the title. I think the band name is interesting too. Distinguisher. It's like, what are they distinguishing? <laughs> yeah. Like it, <laughs> it makes me think of a few things. It makes me think of like a denominator in a fraction or it mm -hmm. makes me think of a fire extinguisher yeah but or is it like a distinguished punisher oh maybe it's a punisher who distinguishes against Things. who they punish yeah okay should we get a coffee <laughs> take a take a pause or is there anything else uh sure well there's just the the I'll just quickly say the things that are coming up next week oh, that, yeah. we're gonna, that we're going to go over. Uh, first one is the, we don't have to go over the whole album, obviously, but the deluxe edition of Era, the self-titled yeah. album. Nice. Comes out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Um, it is, there's like a few new songs on it, including that insanely sick cover they did of Stockholm Syndrome by Muse. Right. Uh, and then the last, the other three that we will go over next week, unless some singles come out, is the new album by Hot Water Music. Their yep. album, Feel the Void. Uh, they opened for Rise Against once and they were good. So Okay. Cool. Um, uh, friend of, friend of ours, uh, David Kupish, who we were trying to get off the podcast, his band Hyperia. Their new album comes out tomorrow called Silhouettes of Horror. Nice. So I'm excited to hear that. And then um, we talked about this single, I believe. Oh, no, that was a different guy. It was Jason Richardson. Anyway, uh, Joshua Travis has a new EP coming out called No Rest. And this he's through Sharp Tone Records. And I can't remember off the top of my head the band he plays in. But some really cool stuff. Um. That's what we have coming out next week. I think for that era record, there's like four new songs on it. Yeah. I think we maybe just listen to the four songs and kind of chat about them. Yeah. That sounds good. Cause it's era. We have to. Yeah. Cause they were the album of the year that year. That was the only perfect album I think I've ever scored. Yeah. But yeah. Four, four like new songs and there's like six new songs in total, but, one of them is that Stockholm Syndrome cover. And one of them is the uh, 
version of Vanished Canvas with Courtney Laplante. Right. So we've heard two of them. Yep. Yep. Okay. yep. There you go. That's what's coming up next week. We are T minus six minutes to muse. Kyle's going to get a coffee. I am. Yeah. I'm going to sit here with my current coffee and I will edit out the next six minutes. And when we come back, Kyle and I will listen to the new muse song. Sounds good. BRB. Herb. likes to be likes to play around with masks i think i've got a theory that i i think muse is being influenced by sleep token and i don't think they'd ever admit it but like there's like there's a lot of masks especially in the won't stand down thing there's clearly a mask in this man right here um, and they're like kind of playing with that mysterious thing. And then even their logo for either won't stand down or what might be the logo of their new album. It's just very, it looks exactly like the sleep token right. logo. And then even their like the album cover for won't stand down looked exactly like it. It was just, I don't know. It's very interesting. It is interesting indeed. It's a lot of It's a lot of stuff to happen by accident is all I'll say. It has been a worrying and scary time for all of us, western empire and the natural world, which have cradled us for so long are genuinely threatened. This album is a personal navigation through those fears and preparation for what comes next. So that sounds like the album title and holy shit if they're addressing all of those items like that's what we're all feeling yeah i mean matthew bellamy has always been very political yeah feeling i think he believes in aliens or is one who doesn't believe in aliens i believe in aliens definitely not tom DeLonge. <laughs> three seconds away folks
Those two were dates, but I think it was just video credits. <laughs> um, so that was compliance off of the new Muse album, Will of the People, coming out August 26th. Oh, that's a long ways away, too. That's way too long away. Um, album cover is, just look at it yourself, is <laughs> sick. Yeah, it is. Holy smokes. Um, I will be pre-ordering that on vinyl. Yeah, that'll be a gorgeous vinyl. Shit. Okay. So that was a lot different than I expected it to be. Yeah, especially after Won't Stand Down. Yeah, I'm going to quickly go through the uh, track listing on this, and you're going to be like, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Uh, so in order from one to 10, 10 songs, will of the people mm -hmm. compliance, liberation, won't stand down ghosts. How can I move on? You make me feel like it's Halloween <laughs> killer be killed Verona euphoria. And then the last track closing it out is titled. We are fucking fucked. But they only they only censor fucked, not fucking. <laughs> Which is interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be a heavy ass song. Yeah. Um I like our political spectrum right now is just insane. So I yeah. like there's gonna be a lot of political songs that are coming out. One of the things I appreciated about this song is that it wasn't like super obtuse. Like it could right. have been about a number of things. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of like songs that are coming out of the landscape right now, especially by some smaller acts are kind of a little bit in your face, <laughs> like addressing issues more head on and less uh, uh, metaphorically. Mm -hmm. So I just, I appreciate that about, about Muse because uh, it does, it, it's not, like it's not selling out which is the wrong word it's it's more like um it's just remaining universal or remaining philosophical like it makes you question where we're at but it doesn't mm -hmm. influence where you're totally. at yeah <laughs> yeah i think it'll be yeah it's gonna be very interesting that that like that song was just so that was more what you'd expect yeah from from muse um, had some really interesting parts. It was groovy, really groovy. It was really groovy. It was really um, like the it, like it sounded like the production in it was very different from Won't Stand Down. Like even how the drums sounded. The drums sounded fat. I yeah. love the sound of the drums. They sounded very good. The very first kick hit, I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, like just so different from yeah, how Won't Stand Down sounded. So it, like it almost didn't sound like they're from the same album. Totally. Which makes me like there are only two. Uh, so there's a song in between them. So it'll be interesting to see what that song is like or how the album flows. Totally. Yeah. Um, this album didn't have or this song didn't have very much guitar in it either. It was mostly synths, bass, and drums. Yeah, and that bass line. Oh, Ooh. it was tasty. 
Chris Wolstenholme is one of the more phenomenal bass players out there, in my opinion. Absolutely. I've tried to play a few of their songs on bass through the years. And like every time there's some weird shit that he does that I just, it's so hard to replicate. Yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. You can, it looks like you can pre-order the vinyl right now. So I'm going to go out and look, I'm going to go look for a cool, uh, variant. Cool. Um, man, I want them to come somewhere near, please. Muse. Don't let Canada affect you. There's been so many bands that have been touring that aren't coming through Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Like I say, it's just everything's so volatile right now. It's a hundred percent all politically driven. Canada's so up and down with the um, restrictions or not restrictions. And so I'm not surprised that they're not planning tours here because it's just a risk. Yeah. Singapore's like basically shut down again. Yeah. I heard that they've got some uh, variant. I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an S. Singaporeanism. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look it up because it had a f- weird name. Um, did you like that song? Um, I did like the song, but it would fall into the lower list of my favorite songs by Muse, or like or of my songs by Muse. Yeah, like it was like it repeated a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, probably for good reason because like that. I just need some compliance is going to be stuck in my head all day. Oh yeah. Like it was, it was super catchy and I think it's an interesting second song. Like I, I almost, I don't know obviously about this album enough, but if the first song is more like an intro and that's like kind of the more opening track and then we kind of get into it, like I can kind of see that kind of flow working really well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, obviously time will tell. It would have been so interesting if this was the first single. Like if if this was the first single, I'd be much less excited about this album. Yeah, absolutely. Like this song compliance, like when I when I listen to Muse, a song like this wouldn't make it onto my like shuffle list, but right. I would enjoy it within the scope of the album. Right. I'm already worried because there's 10 songs on this album. The album comes out august 26th and there's already two singles out oh yeah they're gonna just they're gonna so i am telling you right now i am not gonna listen to another single until the album comes out (laughs) because i don't want 30 percent of the album to be taken out and i just want to be surprised because now that these singles are so vastly different yeah like if they come up with another third single and it's like just as heavy like won't stand down i want to be surprised that's fair like when i listen to the album kind of thing so. i might listen to one more <laughs> all righty uh so that was uh us reacting to the new music song i'll uh edit this in somewhere okay but that was fun that was fun this is why we need to do this on a regular basis with the, the live and the and the video and the reacting. Yeah, absolutely. 
Because it would have been funny to see us rocking out. I mean, we saw each other rocking out. <laughs> we did. Well, and actually, so funny thing, mm-hmm. uh, if we've got the time, I've actually, like, I record the video too when I do these. So we actually have back video of all this stuff. Mm. But it's just, since we weren't intending on releasing it, it's obviously not that interesting to watch. But <laughs> <laughs> says you. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It's always hard to sell yourself. I was talking to my my business partner about that because he's put, doing a logo for his like artist brand. Right. And he was doing up like his artist brand is Denny Kobe, and that's like his his name and his stage name. Like that's how everyone knows him. It was so his he, birthday the other day. Yeah, yesterday. Because they posted about it. Yeah. Um. So it, it's funny though because he he's designing a logo. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't wear that. And then he's like, but I would have to take a step back and look at it because, of course, I'm not going to wear my own name on my own shirt. <laughs> but is it cool <laughs> enough for other people to wear? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, sorry, I got caught up looking at ver- vinyl variants. There's a cream one. There's one from Warner Music Canada. Where? What is it? Tell me. Show me where it is. Show me where it is. While Adam's doing that, for all the listeners out there, I'm just reading an email from a coworker, and one of my biggest pet peeves is when people bring up new topics under old subject headings, and it makes it so hard to follow a conversation in email. So don't be that person. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. There you go. Yeah. Email yeah, that is annoying. <laughs> Ooh, this one's nice. It's just on like cream. Will of the people. I hate it when it's always in euros or like pounds. Yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be a cool vinyl. Look at look at this. Oh, that is so nice beautiful yeah i need to get one of them one of them okay i think we can wrap this up <clears throat> i'll probably edit all that stuff out because that was yep that was oh, just us rambling um thanks for listening everyone if you made it through uh muse we broke news on the podcast yes Will of the People, August 26th. That's just too long, too far away. Yeah. But that also means that sometime this year there will be a tour. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, And your ears. Do you have anything to say to the people, Kyle? Um, Nope. Cool. You know where to find us. Instagram, Facebook, Adam Kyle Podcast. Email us at gmail.com. This is Here's What's Spinning. Keep an eye out for uh, future uh, guests on the other podcast. That is called the Adam Kyle Podcast. Adam and Kyle Podcast. Yep. Uh, and then we will be back next Friday Indeed. with another Here's What's Spinning episode where we'll go over a few more albums. And who knows, maybe there'll be more singles and more albums announced. 
and more music and, and more, more music and more rambling <laughs> more everything yeah. more of everything that you wanted absolutely so we'll see you then thank you for hanging with us goodbye oh no